As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, yo, I wanted to interrupt really quickly to invite you to the most poppin', most fun, most engaging, most informative, most educational, most enjoyable weekend probably of your entire year, if not the most fun you've had since before March of 2020. And I'm talking about the Marketing Impact Academy live event, which is taking place in Southern California from October 14th through the 16th, where my mom, myself, and a bunch of other industry-leading experts are going to be teaching you about YouTube, Instagram, Facebook groups, Pinterest, and so much more. And I've been to dozens of events, and I got to tell you that none of them compare to MIA Live. Of course, I'm biased because it's my family, but every single year I look forward to MIA Live like it's Christmas. It's seriously the best time of the year, and it's so much fun. I mean, we have so many dance parties and random dance breaks. You're going to get a full workout every single day attending this conference, and you're going to walk away with so much valuable information, and not just a long list of notes in a notebook, but actual tangible things, reels that have been created, posts that have been made, and strategies that you have already implemented by the end of the weekend. MIA Live is currently available for more than 50% off. You can attend the entire weekend for just $8.99 by visiting shaleen.com forward slash live. And that rate is available until September 14th. Again, the live event dates are October 14th through the 16th. It's a Friday through a Sunday in Southern California. You're going to be right next to Disneyland, right next to the beach, and you're going to have the best flipping time of your life. So again, just click the link down in the show notes or visit Shaleen, which is C-H-A-L-E-N-E.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E. And I am so excited to see you here in Southern California in the middle of October. Hey, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of Build Your Tribe. I don't know how else to say it, but I'm getting married this weekend. On Saturday, September 17th, I'm getting married. And so this entire week, I have been doing wedding festivities. I have been in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, which is where we're getting married. And I've just been soaking it all up, enjoying life and working very, very little. So in today's episode, I thought it would be really beneficial if I kind of explained to you what led into this week. And I'm not talking about what led into me getting married, but I'm talking about what did I do to prepare for this season of life where I knew I was going to be very, very busy and where I also knew I didn't want to have to be on my phone or have to post Instagram reels or have to record podcasts. In addition to my wedding, which is this weekend, of course, I had my sister's wedding, which was about a month ago. And after my wedding this weekend, I have seven more weddings to attend before this year is over. 
And I have my, she'll be my wife at the time, my wife's birthday. And I have the Marketing Impact Academy live event. And I also have our honeymoon, which is about 10 days long. And we're going on that a little bit after our wedding. And I have the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and Halloween and everything else that's going on that everyone else has to deal with before the year is over. So all of that to say, between now and December 31st, I have an extremely busy calendar, an extremely busy year. So let me walk you through some of the things I did to prepare for this very busy season of life. And maybe you aren't getting married soon. And I know it's not always possible to predict when life is gonna get really busy, but sometimes it is, right? Sometimes we know that, hey, in a month, I'm gonna have a lot less to do and I'm gonna have more free time. Or hey, in the fall, I'm gonna be really, really busy because it's back to school and back to work and back to this and back to that. Or, hey, I know that every year April is a tough month for me because I have four birthdays that year. All my family was born in April for some reason. You know, we have those times where we can more or less predict that we're going to be more or less busy. And so today's episode is my recommendation, my tips, and my strategy that I implemented myself in order to prepare for this upcoming busy season of life. The first thing that I started doing was actually months in advance, and that was that I started to be really, really picky and choosy with my calendar. So maybe for you, this looks like taking on less one-on-one clients. Maybe this looks like not over-committing yourself with your friends and family on your social calendar. Maybe this looks like not accepting any new brand partnerships or collaborations or not planning any new launches in your business during a season where you know you're going to be busy. These are the things that are usually planned months in advance. And one thing that I specifically did was I stopped accepting all invitations for speaking opportunities. If you've been following me on Instagram, you've been seeing my Instagram stories where during the spring and the early parts of the summer, I was speaking at a lot of events. I spoke in Oklahoma. I spoke in Columbus, Ohio. I spoke in Seattle. I spoke all across the country. And it got to the point where it was pretty much every other weekend I was speaking somewhere in the U.S. about Instagram. But I knew that that wasn't sustainable. I knew that I was going to have a period of time, which I did from spring to early summer, where I had a little bit more free time. We weren't down into crunch time with wedding planning and I wasn't into wedding season yet. So I was able to work a little bit harder, if you will, or commit to a little bit more than I might typically during that time because I knew that once September hit, I wasn't going to have much free time at all. And so on that same breath, on that same wavelength, during the month of September and October and November, I haven't committed to any speaking events. I've had lots of opportunities. I've had lots of people reach out. I've had opportunities even to speak internationally, but I just knew that that would be unrealistic. And even if I could make it work, the money was not worth the stress. And that's something that I want you to understand from this entire podcast today is that there's always going to be an abundance of opportunities. I don't want you to live in a scarcity mindset where, hey, opportunity's knocking and if you don't answer the door, you're gonna miss your moment. Sometimes it's okay to miss a moment in order to focus on something that truly matters more to you. I think my mom really instilled this in me from a young age and it was something that I learned a lot, especially later in life, was that, When my sister and I were growing up, my mom made it a point of being at our sports games, picking us up from and or taking us to school, being at our plays and our recitals and even our practices for our sports and just really supporting us. And she was able to do that oftentimes 
by skipping or missing out on speaking gigs and opportunities and events and things that she was invited to. And so I've been trying to implement that into my own business recently as well, which is that I know I could probably squeeze in a few speaking events before the year is over, but I also know, like I said earlier, that I have enough on my flipping plate. Seven weddings, a honeymoon, a couple birthdays, Marketing Impact Academy live event, which I cannot skip, and I am glad that I can't skip it because, boy, am I looking forward to that. I have a lot already on my plate, so why add more? Sure, it could put a couple extra dollars in my pocket. Sure, it could stroke my ego and be cool to speak on a stage in front of a couple thousand people, but that opportunity is going to present itself in the future. I know that in 2023, I'm going to have plenty more opportunities to speak. I know that there are going to be hundreds of more chances to launch a product, to make that new reel, to hop on that trend. There's going to be plenty of more opportunities. So it's okay to let a few pass me by right now while I'm in a season where I really want to prioritize the things that matter most to me, which are in my life, my family, my family and my friends come before my business and my social media. And I'm sorry if that upsets you to hear as one of my followers or one of the Build Your Tribe subscribers. You do matter and I do love you, but also you do come second behind my family and my friends. So that was the first thing I did is I started to limit the amount of things I committed to during the season that I knew I would be busy. The second thing that I began doing, and this started about a month before I actually hit this busy season, is I started batch producing tons and tons and tons of content. Now, if you follow me on Instagram stories, you know that I love sharing when I have a super busy day of batch producing and I create a ton of content all in one day. I think my record is like 40 something reels in one day. And that was back when all you had to do was make a trending reel. Now that I'm making educational reels, they do take a little bit longer to create. It was definitely easier when all I had to do was lip sync for seven seconds. So my record is something that I'll probably never break. But with that being said, I've been making it a point of batch producing reels multiple days a week. So if I can make 20 reels in a few hours, instead of just doing that once a week or once every few weeks like I had in the past, I'm now doing that a few times per week so that I have a huge log of content built up a huge database, if you will, of new reels, new posts that I haven't shared before that I'm ready to share in the future. Over time, I'm also editing them. That's one of the nice things is like I said, I started this a month out so that I didn't just have a bunch of raw unedited content. I had a bunch of raw content that I then could spend the next three or four weeks slowly editing and piecing together. And I didn't have to feel that stress and pressure to have it all edited or to outsource it and pay someone to edit it all for me in just a couple of days or a couple of hours. Then once we got about two weeks from the event, so that would be about two weeks ago, I began collecting old posts from the past. Essentially what I was doing is I was scrolling through my Instagram and finding reels, carousels, photos, and really anything that I had posted in the past that had done well. Anything that got a good amount of shares or saves or just general reach and engagement, I was pulling out that content and locating it. That meant either that I was finding it within my camera roll from when I originally created it, or I was re-downloading it to my device using one of those third-party apps or websites that allows you to download content off of Instagram. Imagine that you could essentially guarantee that your customers will see what you have to say. With simple texting, reaching your customers doesn't need to be hard. While email marketing and social media posts are only read by a fraction of your audience, 
Text messages, on the other hand, have a 98% open rate. Better yet, 94% of texts are read within the first hour after being delivered. That's crazy. Simple texting makes it easy, fast, and affordable to reach lists of contacts, have two-way conversations, and even send automated responses. Also, there are so many ways that you can use texting, whether it's to set up appointment reminders, announce sales, run polls, text for info, text to win competition, send files, and pretty much anything else that you can think of. Plans start at $29 per month, but you can try out simple texting free for 14 days and see what happens when your audience doesn't ignore your message. It only takes a few minutes to create your account and start sending. Get 500 free credits today by texting the word TRIBE, T-R-I-B-E, to 833-2-TRY-SMS. Again, that's 833, the number two, TRY-SMS. So I just began collecting my old content that did well. This was old content that I knew I was going to repost. So these were things that I knew could be shared during my time off and I knew would probably do well based off past experience, based off how it had done in the past. I knew it was probably going to do well in the future. So I just began collecting that content. Once I had it saved to my camera roll, I created a folder in Dropbox. Dropbox is what I use. I also use Google Drive, but for this project, I used Dropbox. And I just began placing all of those previously posted videos and reels and and content into a Dropbox folder. So I had it all in one location. Then as I began editing my new content and piecing together all of those reels that I had batch recorded, I began selecting which ones do I want to post over the next two weeks, like before I sign off and before I get super busy? And which ones do I want to save for the time that I'm unavailable? And there honestly wasn't a ton of strategy behind deciding which ones do I post now and which ones do I post later. Really the only deciding factor is if this is something that I haven't covered in a while, I'll post it now. If this is something that is really relevant and it's breaking news or it's it's something that's trending right now, well, then I'll post it now rather than holding on to it for a few weeks. But if it's educational, if it's something that I've recently covered, but three weeks from now, that wouldn't be so recent. If it's something that was kind of an ongoing trend that's been around for months and I know that it's not going to go anywhere in the next two weeks, that was the content that I was saving for later saving for the time that I would be unavailable. And then again, I took all of that content and I uploaded it to Dropbox. So now I have this big Dropbox folder that's full of carousels and reels and photos and videos, some things that I have posted in the past and some things that are brand new and I haven't ever shared before. From there, I created a very simple Google Sheet. And I did this about a week before I hit my really busy period. So this was about a week ago I created this Google Sheet. A very simple spreadsheet that basically just helped me organize all of this content. The first column on the left-hand side had all of the days that I was going to be unavailable for posting. The column one to the right of that, so the second column, had the link to the content that I wanted to be shared on that day. So for example, the first day that I was going to be unavailable from posting and too busy to share on social media was September 12th, which was Monday of this week. So that was the first date in the first column in the left-hand side of the Google Sheet. So it said September 12th, and then right next to it, it had the link to two of the pieces of content from Dropbox. 
So, and I'll get to who's going to manage this in a second, but the person who was going to be managing my social media while I was away had the link and all they had to do was tap on the link and it would take them right to Dropbox. They could then save it to their device and share it on Instagram for me. I also created a few additional columns on the Google Sheet to note if there was any additional comments that I wanted to share. I noted what I wanted the caption to be. I noted the time of day approximately that I would like this content shared. And then just for my own personal records, I noted whether or not it was a reel or a carousel, whether or not it was something new or something that I was reposting from the past. And that was just so that as I was kind of putting this all together and deciding what was going to be shared on what day, I didn't have it, you know, five days in a row where I was not sharing any new content and it was just reposts or three days in a row where all I was doing was posting photos and carousels and I hadn't posted any reels. So that was just for my own personal sanity to make sure that I was keeping some variety in my content and that I wasn't just repeatedly posting the same kind of post on Instagram. So that was really it. It was just a very basic Google Sheet that turned into a content calendar. And then that content calendar is currently being managed by my assistant. Now, you may not have an assistant. You may have to do all of this yourself manually, but just by having it all pre-planned and typed out and put into a Google Sheet, it's so much easier because now it takes all the thought and all the mental capacity and all the, really almost all the energy out of it. Because all you have to do is download the content and then press share. Like, that's it. It's very simple and straightforward. And so for me, during these next few weeks where I am very busy, I have my wedding and then the honeymoon coming up, I'm not going to be manually pressing publish myself. That's not to say that I won't be on Instagram at all. I'm sure there will be moments of boredom and moments where I'm just kind of twiddling my thumbs. So I just whip out my phone and I look at Instagram. Maybe I stay engaged. Maybe I post some stories or respond to some DMs. But the things that need to get done for my social media and for my business have already been planned out ahead of time and are going to be taken care of by my assistant. So basically, it's going to be her job over the next few weeks to check out that Google Sheet every single day, download the content that needs to be shared, and then share it. Now, I guess I could technically use one of those services that automatically post for you. I could, and I've used some in the past. I've experimented with all of them, but I'm just not a huge fan of any one of them. And I know that when you post and ghost, which is what many people do when they're using these services, that's going to lead to lower engagement. And so even though I'm still kind of posting and ghosting by having my assistant post and not really being on to engage myself, I think that it's still better, and I could be wrong about this. We'll see. Of course, I'm testing this as I go. I think it's still better to have a person actually press post rather than have one of these services just automatically post for you. Either way, posting and ghosting ain't the best strategy, but I just have a hunch that having a human post for you is going to lead to better results. But we'll see. Of course, this is a test just like everything else, and we'll see as we go if it does, in fact, lead to better results or not. Do you ever feel like there's so much pressure to create content in social media that some days you're just out of ideas? You have no idea what to post next. And then you don't post. And then your engagement goes down or your followers go down. And it's just like vicious cycle. Well, I want to help you because I want to share with you my 30-day content calendar. And it doesn't matter what your niche is or what it is you sell or what it is you do or what it is you look like, any of those things. 
this is 30 days of killer ideas. Like you're going to get so much inspiration and examples of exactly what's working and how you can make it work for you, depending, of course, your niche or what it is you normally post. Even if most of the time you know what to post, but every once in a while you just hit a block and you can't think of what you need to post. Listen, I want to make this super simple for you. Grab a copy of my 30-day content calendar. Plus, it's free. So you just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash content. Again, instaclubhub.com forward slash content. And as always, the link to that will be in the show notes. So you don't even have to write it down. In fact, you can click on it while you're listening to this episode. So that's essentially my plan for my content over the next few weeks. Once we get back from our honeymoon, I'm going to try my best to get back to my regularly scheduled programming. I'm going to try my best to get back to creating content. I thought that batch producing content for four months in one month was just going to be impossible. It was going to be too much, especially with the frequency of posting that I currently do on Instagram. So really, I'm using the month of August, or I should say I used the month of August in a way to prepare and batch for the second half of September and the first half of October. One unfortunate thing that I have just accepted is definitely going to happen at some point is that Instagram will have some huge new news. There will be some breaking news, some Instagram updates, some brand new feature. I'm hoping it's nothing too major. I'm hoping it's not like, hey, we're deleting reels and we're just going back to photos only. Like that would be a real wrench into my my plans. But I've pretty much accepted that there's going to be some Instagram news that I'm not the first to report on. And I understand that I'm thought of as an industry leader and a voice within the Instagram coaching community. But I also recognize that, like I said earlier, my priorities are my family, my wife, my friends, even my dogs over my Instagram and my followers. So I'm just going to have to accept that there are lots of other great Instagram coaches and they will report on the news. And hopefully my followers follow at least one other coach as well. So that during that time where I'm away, they still get that news. And of course, the Insta Club Hub will still provide that news. So all of our members and all of my followers who are Insta Club Hub members will still get that news. My mom will still be active. Hopefully she is updating y'all and keeping everyone up to date on the newest features and the latest trends on Instagram. But my hope, my prayer is that during those two to three weeks, Instagram doesn't go too crazy. Like I hope during those two weeks, it's just a period of time where they're like, hey, we improved the parental control features. And I'm like, all right, cool, thumbs up. No need to worry, nothing new that's gonna really change that much on the platform for business owners and creators. That's my hope, but we'll see. And I've accepted that you know if something crazy does happen, that's just one of the sacrifices I'm willing to make. That's the bottom line. That's something that I'm okay. I'm okay with not being the first to report. I'm okay with not making a new reel while I'm on my honeymoon because I'm enjoying my breakfast on the beach with my wife rather than worrying about what the latest Instagram news is. So again, no matter what busy season is coming up in your life, if you know that there's going to be some challenges ahead, do your best to plan for it, and then that's really all you can do. It's not going to be perfect. There are going to be mistakes along the way. There's going to be some things that you missed, but once you figure out what your priorities are and what really matters to you in your life, do the best you can to plan so that those things can stay the priority. So it's not just that you're saying family is your priority, but you're actually acting upon that. You're actually expressing that and that you're family would say that your family is the priority. 
because I know lots of entrepreneurs and I'm not trying to throw any shade right now, but I know lots of entrepreneurs who say that they are family first. And then when you uh, ask their family, their family might not necessarily feel that they are first. So one of my goals, again, is that I just want my family to know that they are first. And one of the ways I'm doing that is through planning for the last few months and handing off, delegating and having my team pick up the slack where they can. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm going to go get married. And uh, until next time, happy networking.